welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your Christian Financial Advisors host, Bob Barber, and his co-host, Sean Peters. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you're listening on one of the podcast directories or you're watching us live on YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. And if you have not subscribed, which Bob, I don't know why, we're, but we're still at eighty percent. You get the you get on I the know. people about so, subscribing. So I'll we tell would, you. <laughs> we would love it if you would hit that subscribe button. It I would, subscribed. Uh, well, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. But yeah, we'd love it if you'd hit that subscribe button so you can know as soon as we post our next episode. But it really helps both the channel, but also helps other people who are looking for videos on financial related topics from a Christian perspective. So with that, we have a really serious episode for you today. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's, it's light, a it's little light more lighthearted. We're, with uh, us being right in the middle of May now, we thought it would be good to do an episode on summer vacation planning because people don't necessarily think of that as financial, but depending on what you're doing, it definitely might want some planning. And we just thought it'd be a good topic to cover. So, Bob, you want to give us a little intro? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know about you, Sean, but I've spent spent some big dollars on vacations mm-hmm. with my family, especially. So, I think this is definitely a financial topic. And yeah. I, yeah. I, I myself, I don't know if there's any other uh, young parents out there, but I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old, and my wife and I are very firmly getting our school of hard knocks on kids can be expensive. So. <laughs> That's the uh, truth. But you don't have to spend a ton of money to have a good vacation. That's Just right. got to do a little planning and think about it. A lot of people are thinking, vacation, what vacation? I'm like, I'm, I need to work, work, work. Well, you know what? There's a scripture about that. And working is good. Working's in the Bible over 500 times. But in Proverbs 23, 4, it says, Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit or to take that vacation. It's smart yeah. to take vacations and it's good for your family and good for you. Or we call it, I like to call it a sabbatical. It's the yeah. same, you know, it's, it's, some, it's another way to call it that. So as we think about the summer family vacation planning and in, in financial side of it, I, I think it's good to decide on what your budget's gonna be. Yeah. You know, right now, is that budget gonna be $1,500 or is it gonna be $5,000? And yeah. whatever that budget is, Sean, you, you take that budget, and this is the way I've done it for many years. We take that budget. Let's say we're going to go on a, a 10-day vacation, a pretty long one. Mm-hmm. And if it's $5,000, that's 500 a day. okay? Yeah. Or if it's $2,000, that's 200 a day. So you divide that by the number of days. And that right there lets you know, this is what I can spend, spend per day for accommodations, for food, um, entertainment, whatever yeah. you're going to spend your, your your money on, okay? And I think that's very important. Um, but the one thing is, is I want people to really understand it, it doesn't have to have to be an expensive vacation to be a fun one. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, my, my wife and I went on our, our baby moon, me and, me and Jenna, and we went to Hawaii, which seemed, oh, that's super expensive. Well, a couple things. Because we planned ahead, we were able to get fairly uh, affordable f- flights, for yes. one. And then the other thing is that we stayed at places that we had access uh, within the place we were staying, like an Airbnb or something like that, or like a condo that you can rent that had a full kitchen. So for us, we just went to the wherever the locals went. We went and got some groceries and made uh, packed us some lunches and stuff. We went out to the beach or if we were going to be hiking around and 
you know, it was, it saved a ton. Like yeah. you, there are, there are definitely ways. And, and the benefit to that is it kept our budget under the dollar amount we wanted to stay at for the day while still being able to go somewhere really fun and nice. So you don't have to go out to eat for every single meal and you don't have to necessarily go to the really expensive places or hotels. Like you can still And, and you don't have, have to necessarily go to Hawaii, Sean, because yeah, exactly. one of the, one of the <laughs> yeah. greatest vacations I can remember in just the last couple of years is when we all went to Garner State Park here in Texas oh, yeah. and how beautiful that was and all the camping. And that was a fun, fun time. And that was a very inexpensive oh, yeah. uh, vacation. So vacations are about family and exactly. it's about being together away from work. And I don't, never you should never go into debt to go on a vacation that's Agreed. just that's just crazy so because now whatever benefit you might have gotten from that vacation now you have the added stress of additional debt to pay that off and yeah. i'm pretty sure when you weigh the pros and cons of that the the debt and the anxiety and the stress from that is not going to be worth it. I don't think so. I, de definitely not. So one of the things you might want to think about when it comes to vacation, maybe you are, have a limited budget. Maybe your budget's just two or $300. Well, maybe you should consider a staycation. That's yep. what we call a staycation, where you find all kinds of fun things to do within a 1 to 50-mile radius around mm -hmm. where you live. I mean, we live in central Texas in between Austin and San Antonio, and there is so much to do yeah. within – an hour of here all the stuff in san antonio all the missions there's yep. a mu there's the six flags amusement park if you want to go to that um you know we're out here in our own town we've got uh, you can go tubing on the rivers yeah well, and there's this really people... there's this really small uh water park that some people know about <laughs> that oh sorry i believe it's one of the largest water parks in the world in, in the but, world yeah, yeah. <laughs> called schlitterbahn yeah that's a, a huge savings because if you're staying within that 50 mile radius to find things to do, you can pretty much do something different each day. You still stay at home right. each night, right. so it completely cuts out that extra cost for lodging, and you can have a great time together as a family. That's exactly right. And there's so many uh, inexpensive things to do in, in a local area, or even if you're going far off. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Rachel and I have really come to love hiking and walking nature trails. Yep. And around here in, in Texas, there's just there's multiple state parks, but yep. state parks are around the nation. Oh yeah. Um, well, and of course there's national parks too. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. Uh, overnight camping trips are not not very expensive, um, but it, even camping out in your own backyard. Did you ever do that before? Uh, yeah, I did yeah. that with uh, with some friends when I was when I was younger. Okay. But that yeah, that could actually that, that, be that really be fun. fun that you, exactly. Especially if your kids are younger. Yes. I know when they're teenagers, or they don't want anything to do with you. At least so I've been told. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. when they're younger, you could definitely do a camping trip in your backyard. Yeah, that's right. And you know, the added benefit is once the kids go to sleep, y'all can go sleep inside in the regular bed. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, just going, going fishing in a local lake or pond, river, or bay that might be mm -hmm. around you. I mean, that's very inexpensive. Like I said, water tubing. Um, just sitting on the beach, enjoying a campfire. You could do even, you know, make your own little campfire in your backyard. And Obey make all make, your local fire codes, of yeah, course. Of course, <laughs> of course. We don't want you burning down a forest, okay? But, but um, you know, and making things like s'mores and, and barbecuing and having watermelon. That's a big thing here in Texas. We like to have watermelon during the summer. I'm, maybe that's a tradition across the nation. I don't know. Yeah, I had watermelon growing up, too. So, <laughs> so we, we can't claim that as a strictly Texan thing. So. Exactly. Um, so one of the things when you're planning for that summer vacation is really thinking about those accommodations. Like you said, like when y'all went to mm -hmm. Hawaii, 
um, you you might want to spend a little bit more to get a, a place with a small kitchen right. in it That's right. because you're going to save so much money on eating out. Eating yep. out is just so expensive. Plus, you have to the mess with the crowds. Yeah, and then you're spending more time waiting around for food too. Whereas, yeah. you know, for us, we made breakfast at, at the place we were staying right there in the kitchen, and then we would pack some snacks and sandwiches and other stuff to have for lunch as well, which was great because then we got to spend more time out and about, not waiting for food. We didn't have to spend as much on the food. We mm -hmm. could actually spend more time enjoying the vacation and not sitting in a restaurant, which you can do anywhere. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of times we, for, for the evening, we may not want to make something. So, you know, we'll grab something out and about in, at night. So, but yeah, it definitely makes a, makes a big difference. Okay. So we've talked about that staycation. We've talked about, you know, budgeting. So there are the big trips, right? Yep. Like you Gotta say, cover the, the big Hawaii trips. trips. There, there's the trips to Disney for later. Um, or insert or, or, or your, your local theme park, you know, yep. whether it's Disney right. or Six Flags or right. whatever it is. But but budgeting for these times is the most important thing you got to remember. And you, you really want to try to stay away. I've noticed this to stay away from weekends. Mm -hmm. Weekends, they especially in the summer, the prices will, will double yep. around major holidays, too. Um, you know, or they get what do they we, call that surge pricing. You know, so well, we, we, we had a we don't go then. <laughs> we've had some vacation properties, as you know, and we don't even stay in them. Like July 4th, you can nearly get triple what you're getting oh, normally. Yeah. So we just, we don't even go. We're like, this doesn't make sense for us to stay in our own place on July the 4th or Memorial Day. Well, especially if it's somewhere that gets super crowded. Because even if you have your own place to stay, do you really want to go there? To fight the crowds. When everyone is trying to go there, just not worth it. We, um, you know, we have so many tourists here in New Braunfels. We call them, we end up calling them terrorists in the summer times, you know. So, but they're not terrorists. They're tourists. They're great people. They're sweet people. But it gets so crowded. It just, I mean, we swell in population by over a hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you, look for those deals. They're everywhere to be had, and and on sites like VRBO, Airbnb, Expedia, direct hotel hotel sites. Another thing, a little <clears throat> trick I've done, Sean is if you look on the VRBO sites, you you know, or even Airbnb, they have a lot of layered extra cost on there. Mm -hmm. well, if you look real, real close, you can find that property, do a little research, <clears throat> and, and it, a lot of times the property managers will actually put their properties on the VRBO websites or the Airbnb, where they charge all those extra fees. Yeah. If you go directly to the property manager or directly to the owner, you can bypass those enormous fees. So many times I've gone on like a VRBO website and it says 200 a night. And by the time I'm done with all the fees, it's like 375 a night. Yeah. I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah. But by doing some research, I was able to find the actual owner or the property and manager Bob, and go direct. Even if you can't find the owner, Mm -hmm. <clears throat> One of the things that Jen and I have noticed uh, when we travel, we'll go to a place like that's technically a bed and breakfast or or a, just a normal Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Almost always they will have contact information or they'll have a card uh, or you get to meet them in person. They're like, right. hey, by the way, here's my website. Here's my information. If y'all want to stay here again, contact me directly. It'll save you 20, 30 percent, you know. And, and, you, and, and then can, and then now that you've got that relationship established, right. well, if that's a place you really like going, you've got a great place to stay. You know it's nice, and you'll save quite a bit of money on those fees. Uh, the B&Bs we've stayed in, we can actually they'll negotiate as well, yeah. especially if you're staying over two nights or over three nights. Maybe one night you're not going get to get to negotiate or two, but if you stay 
especially three or longer, many times I've gotten 10 or 15% off the price. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd like to mention one other thing too, okay. Bob. So if, if you're looking at doing a cruise, because I know a lot of people do right. that. And I will say, I like to eat. So I definitely like the idea of the cruise because <laughs> yeah. I can eat as much so as I want. So you're the reason the cruises run out of food. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. Um, but on the cruises, one thing that, that I've found is really helpful. And you know, if you're like, oh, I already knew this, that, then this isn't for you. But don't worry about getting that nice ocean view room. Because you're not going to be there. Because right? if it's a fun cruise, how often? You're basically going to sleep in the room and change every so often or maybe take the kid to the bathroom, whatever. But you're hardly ever going to be in there. Don't waste money that you could have spent on excursions, you know, or fun stuff like when you actually get off the boat or even some of the cruise. I mean, it's crazy. It's a floating city with the kind of stuff that you can do right, actually exactly. on the cruise. So save that money for actually doing something fun, not on a slightly better view. I don't know. Now, I like <laughs> that better view, Sean, but uh, anyway. Hey, I'm just yeah. saying it's an option. Like no, you it said is an before, option. If you're if on you've a, got budget, a certain budget, you got a certain budget. You can either spend more on the room or uh-huh. you can spend more on doing other stuff. That's so. right. That's right. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm hoping that all of y'all have a lot of a great uh, family vacation or staycation. You know, Sean, some of the happiest people I see is when I go over here to our park here in New Braunfels, Landa Park, which is like a little Garden of Eden with the the springs coming out and the beautiful clear lake. And those, you see, they're having such a great time. Mm -hmm. And many of them, they live right here and they're staying right in their own hometown and they're having the barbecues. And I'm I'm thinking, they got it right. You know, they got it down. Well, it's ultimately, it comes down to, it's the, the people that you're with and if you're taking your family, there's there a way. There, just focus on having fun and enjoying your family. Yes. And don't worry about whether or not you're spending enough or you're getting this quote dream vacation. Because at the end of the day, especially for for your kids, like the stuff I remember growing up, it wasn't the expensive things. It was when I got to have quality time with my parents, with my family. That's what sticks with you. That's right. So your kids want to spend time with you more than they just want something fancy. That's correct. You got it. Well, I hope this has been insightful. It's been a little light today. We didn't want to get too heavy. We go that. Do we do that every week on the financial financial topics? Uh, we got our next topic, by the way, that's coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Either the next one or the following week is going to be on um, teaching your kids good money habits. So yeah, that's going to be a, a real good one. Kind of a lighthearted topic, but at the same time, one that you want to definitely listen to if you have yeah. children or even grandchildren. Yep. Well, hey, Bob, we got we got to teach the meat and potatoes, but every once right. in a while we'll do some chips and queso. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Everybody knows what that means when you say South Texas chips and uh, queso. Chips and salsa, uh, guac, yeah. or uh, some spinach dip, whatever it is where you're at. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> All right, well, God bless. Thank you so much for, for joining us, and hope to see you next time. That's all for now. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed.
The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.